0: I'm Jalen McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pizzani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen.
1: Hey Jolan, how are you?
0: I'm
1: oh, good. Hey, Mike.
0: All right, Phil, our first question is from Rebecca in Massachusetts. Will the crimp in the supply chain affect inflation?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at our treasury yields on um, the tenure that kind of double bottomed out this summer at about maybe 1.15%. And you look at them today, even though the markets are not, the bond markets are not open for Columbus slash Indigenous People's Day. Um, You know, 10 years at 1.61 today, actually in Germany last night, the German bunds, which is their 10 years sovereign debt, uh, rallied substantially uh, to where it's only negative now by about 10 to 15 basis points, something like that. So uh, rates have definitely moved up globally because of the crimp, uh, you know, possibly in the supply chain, along with higher input criteria. Prices, right? Which uh, you know is 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 definitely due from supply chain issues as well. So, yeah, I think that this is inflation coming into the system now. Albeit, we were in a global deflationary environment for the better part of a decade, deflation where prices go down. Uh, you know, the the best solution for inflation is higher prices that's an old economics joke and um i think that that's really what you until you hit demand destruction and, and you start seeing prices go back the other way uh so I, I think that that's what you're going to see here uh for some time trans you know again being transitionary but taking longer than originally anticipated um but uh you also have to factor in again as we've spoken about here before uh prices in the commodity world whether it's corn corn soy cotton uh really going to multi-decade highs uh mainly because of drought affected areas globally so that works its way into meat into chicken and into you know meat prices um as we get into the winter months uh in in most of the uh developed hemisphere and uh you know it's it's going to cause higher prices so it will take some time eventually it will abate but you know, you are seeing the, the interest rate complex rise up because of the crimp in the supply chain issues.
2: Yeah, I think this is a self-fulfilling prophecy in which higher prices continue to beget higher prices where, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think oil is a really good area to partially explain some of this. After 2015, when prices crashed in oil, you had significant underinvestment in terms of bringing new projects online. Mm-hmm. And now that prices are going higher and demand is actually surging. Now, uh, since the economy is being reopened, there's not a lot of new capacity for projects to still bring online. There's not there's a lack of funding there. And from a government perspective, everybody wants to spend green and go uh, environmentally, socially conscious. And that has directed a lot of money away from energy and oil. And there's a lot of people that think oil prices are going to go a lot higher as a result of that, especially if you look at supplies in the United States. They're like at the lowest point they've been at this point in the year. Uh, probably in the last five years. And that's to a degree a little bit of a phenomenon because you've had a lack of new projects come online. But lack of uh, funding in those spaces means higher prices if demand starts to surge. And I think that's probably what you're going to see.
1: And even look at Nat Gas earlier in the week at 640, I mean, those are record prices. We haven't seen that, you know, in uh, quite some time.
2: Yeah, it's funding. It's the supply chain, and it all filters into itself because again, corn is an input price for um, a, a lot of farmers. So,
0: okay, Mike. Our next question is from Christine in Florida. I know the rules changed last year regarding RFDs. Is there anything we need to know for this year?
2: yeah so uh, if you haven't taken your required minimum distribution yet in 2021 you definitely still have to Uh, again last year required minimum distributions were suspended in 2020 as a result of everything that was happening with COVID and the markets going down so if you are on a regular rmd schedule meaning you have a uh, ira for yourself then yes you still need to take your rmd for the for this year even if you have an inherited ira remember the rules on those changed a couple of years ago uh, with the SECURE Act where it they changed the distribution so that it was previously a life expectancy table. If you were, if you do have an inherited IRA that you were taking distributions out of that uh, was based off of the uniform life expectancy table, you can continue to do so. But all new beneficiary IRAs, uh, non-spouse, have to be taken over a 10-year window. So if you inherited that last year, technically this would be your first year of the distribution. Um, so that has to be done by the end of this year. And if anybody needs help with those calculations on RMDs, we're happy to do so. There are calculators that we can utilize to figure out exactly what that dollar amount is. And I get this question a lot, too. Like, will my RMD go up every year? And the answer is largely usually yes, since I think I have about 30 seconds, maybe, give or take a little bit. I don't know I'm doing this in my head. Um your RMD is based off of your age, so the multiplier based off of your age increases every year as you get older, and then the December 31st balance for the prior year. So hopefully, you know, no matter what, you're going to get a year older every single year, but hopefully the balance of that retirement account grows, so that usually results in a required minimum distribution being a little bit more each year unless you're losing money in that account. All right. Well,
0: thank you both for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, please email us at jimcarthy at 12 mgmtcom Stay safe, and we will see you next week.